Today's episode is presented by The Skin Store. For over 20 years, The Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care, and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, The Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements, and of course, skincare needs. Find your favorite brands like Elta MD, New Face, Olaplex, and more, all in one place with gifts with every purchase. Right now, The Skin Store is offering our listeners 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code P-O-D for 20% off your next purchase at skinstore.com forward slash pod dot list. Skin Store, have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. Exclusions apply. That's that that payoff of it, like being like, well, it's not actually Godzilla's fault. Like, I don't need a redemption story for a goddamn lizard. Like, I don't need I don't need to know. I don't need to know. Like, oh, you're right. He was just confused. I forgive him. He's a goddamn lizard. Like, you may fire when ready. podcast to give you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. So happy you all could join us. Hope you're fighting off that uh, diabetes and Easter candy coma that you might currently be in. Um, and I and all them peeps. I tend to be a candy fiend, so uh, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 like my heroin. If you have it, I'm gonna find it. Um, <laughs> welcome to season two, episode fourteen, Enemy of the Podcast. We are sticking with Will Smith movies. And, and we talked about this a little bit before, but Enemy of the State was such a sleeper Will Smith movie overall. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we are glad you are able to join us. In order to do this correctly, I need to invite my other co-hosts into this. So I'm going to kick it on over to the one, the only, Marcus J. Destin. Marcus, how you feeling? I am good. I'm happy to be here. We had a long Easter break or right. holiday break, you know, in respects to everybody. But uh, I'm ready to pod. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here with the guys. We got some good news before this episode started in our pre-pro. So, um, yes. Also, if you're listening to this, y'all get off my back about these videos being behind. Um, my laptop <laughs> damn near caught on fire. The fan was as loud as ever. It was just, <laughs> just going to take off. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this shit is smoking. So yes, it's going to take me a little bit, but I uploaded some videos on the Patreon, on the patties for our patty family, and then um, and, and the rest are coming. So that wasn't a message for Doug. That was a message for, I know people have been messaging and that's, asking. That's what I believe. Videos. I believe yes. that's a message for one Chris yes. Schultons. Just um, making sure that everything was up to date. So, Chris, wow, there wow. are Shout some out there. Chris Schultons keeping us, keeping us on we track. We appreciate your support. Keep me, in, keep me in check. It is no longer Black History Year, so I, I guess that's fine. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> um, also, I really like that we're calling our uh, our our Patreon folks patties. That the patties. makes me the patties. That makes <laughs> Patty me genuinely <laughs> make me very happy. Um, well, we need to make sure our other coast is invited yeah, into this space, right. and I'm gonna kick it on down to one uh, Brian Roush. Brian Roush, how you feeling? Brian Hello, everybody. 
Uh, I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. I did a lot of adult things today. And oh, so not yeah. that this podcast is an adult because we use adult language, but I'm very well, excited. Instead we of, do, like, Brian. You that's don't, true. but we do. That's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Brian keeps it above board at all times. Yeah. All look, time. look, all I'm saying is that I was dealing with like house stuff all day and I'm very oh, excited. Gross. Just We're just going to talk about movies Thanks. and TV shows. And I, that is the energy I need. I like is, is, is your I like house okay, Brian? Um, the house is fine, but we're having to do some stuff through insurance. And that is like never an easy process because no. of course they don't make it easy. Yeah. So like I was nope. talking to folks, um, and figuring out processes. And then I'm like, of course I'm at home working at home and taking care of my kids. So it's just like, yep. you know, I'm very excited to be here talking <laughs> to two adults and we're going to talk about movies, especially yeah. about a giant lizard and a giant yeah, I mean, you want to talk about if you want to talk about insurance those buildings oh, and those no. cities they are fucked they are so I, fucked. oh I, I mean you have to have a giant lizard insurance policy I guess like there's so. just no other way that you could survive like sorry yeah, hong yeah. kong we <laughs> sorry 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 not sorry hong kong no, uh, Pensacola. You, sorry that was the other you, city that got destroyed um i am doing well uh i went out of town for the uh for the holiday break and so i got back today um thrilled to be back uh thrilled to not be in a car mm -hmm. and also just kind of thrilled for some quiet. Um, I don't know about you, but four-year-olds get all of their emotion, like <laughs> all at the same time. Like, yeah. it's not like, oh man, you're going to, okay, no. yep. You figured out sadness. Oh, now you figured out anger. <laughs> you get sadness, anger, and angst, and happiness, and laughter, like all at the same time, and you're processing it all. So Harrison lately, the way he has been responding to things is by like giving me like the superhero, like the, uh, you're tearing me apart, Lisa yell with things like so when somebody says like so here it's like no harrison we're not going to watch any tv like it's just yeah. like the like double fist yeah i mean he's just he is upset to the max yeah. so um no i just yeah. imagine your son is like a tiny tommy Wiseau. Like, mind you he's the current pop, age tommy yep. Wiseau, but he's just smaller in your child and yeah he yeah you shout out to harrison yeah shout out, shout out to, yeah. Shout out to, harrison, shout out to harrison feelings yeah, are hard man they, I are, get it. they are and again you get them all at the same time and you really don't know how to switch them yet so nope. you know, to be fair, i just had that moment yesterday so like uh, <laughs> yeah. you know it's fine i still have those moments where yeah. i want to just <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are thrilled to have you all here um yes. and once again i'm going to introduce myself because it's now time for catch that quotable hey and gentlemen as your champion Jesus i am Christ. thrilled to facilitate mm. this process today um oh, but in in our, in our pre in our pre-production <laughs> meeting Brian got a smirk on his face when I said, Brian, do you have our quote? So I'm very thrilled to hear it. So Brian, why don't you go first, sir? Give it to him, Brian. Oh boy, oh, I'm Brian. so excited to share this quote with you all. <laughs> the quote is I'm so excited to hear it. nothing, 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 nothing. Tra la la. Okay. I mean, I don't even need the time. That Brian, this is labyrinth. I uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's like, wow. it's like right out of the gate, it's flavor. Wow. I mean, I mean, when you're gonna don't don't come into my house and quote David Bowie at me, okay? He's got his glass balls, nothing, nothing, tra la la. Yes, I mean, don't, don't. 
Don't come into my house and give me David Bowie. I thought for sure there would at least be a discussion. Nope. And I even I even had a hint. No, nope. like what I was the hint? That clearly out of my range. Clearly, I mean, gob. I'm, the hint was going to be Goblin. Okay, I mean that's a good one. Plays the yep. Goblin. Got it. He plays the, boy, the Goblin King. Um, you could yeah, have also go. gone. Yeah, you, you remind me of a babe. Is the hint because that's the song he sings. <laughs> I mean, like literally, the dialogue of this movie is he just says nothing four times and then says tra la la. So yeah. I thought, yeah. basically, right. when they were making this, Jim Henson said, "Okay, oh, geez. we're gonna make a movie about diving into a world with puppets, yeah. where somebody steals a baby. Okay, who's creepy that we could get to steal a baby? It's 1990. <laughs> I like walked into this. Ugh. Who could we get?" Nicholas what's David Bo- What's David Bowie doing? <laughs> Fucking nothing. Call him. And he showed up and he was like, all right, let's do this. I'll take this weirdness to the max. So that's what you got. <laughs> okay. That's a good quote, though. I, there it is. There <laughs> it is. Prime. A, I don't understand what the fuck is happening, to be honest with you. For those of you, I'm quiet because I am lost. As Labyrinth. Hell. Yeah. Labyrinth oh. is the movie. Yep. 1986. Okay. And as okay. Doug, I mean, Doug, I, I stumbled into Doug's house. Uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Jim Henson directed it. Jim Henson directed it. It's um, it's bizarre. And Marcus, I'll leave it there. Yeah. If you would like to have a movie that will both simultaneously entertain you, terrify you, and make you feel like just kind of like this feels weird, you go right ahead. This is labyrinth this, is right up your alley. I mean, it sounds like the never ending story because that movie did the exact same thing. It's it does have never ending okay. vibes. Okay. Also, okay. Okay. I'm on board. I'm on board. Um, and yeah, and George played... Lucas was involved because it's me. So, ah. <laughs> who harder, played... faster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> harder, harder, faster, <laughs> more intense. Faster, more intense. Who um, <laughs> yeah. might know this? Who played Betty Ross in the first, like in Hulk? Uh, Ang Lee's version? Yeah. Oh, fuck. No, I don't know. All three of them. Because her as a young person was in Labyrinth. Oh, Jennifer Connelly? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Jennifer Connelly. There you go. Okay. There you go. Fun. fun facts all around. Well, that was good. That was a wow. way to kick us off. Wow. I apologize for like jumping right on top. No, of it, don't uh, don't apologize. Do I just I I don't guess that shit no way, so that's fine. Um, Marcus, what's yes. your quote, sir? All right, here we go. If it's David Bowie, I'm coming for you. No, it's not. Um <laughs> all right. I'm not proud of everything I did. But I'm pretty sure I'd do it all again. Okay. Once again, I'm not proud of everything I did, but I'm pretty sure I'd do it all again. Oh man, <clears throat> this is a feels like a memoir biopic movie. Mm. Like he's narrating this part of it. Uh, I'm proud of everything I did, but I'm pretty sure I would do it all again. It's not labyrinth. Oh. It's definitely not labyrinth. <laughs> not that. So. Actually, fun fact, it is. There's a lot of remorse. I mean, <laughs> right? This is this is this Marcus. feels like a second act dramatic quote yeah. to get everybody back on the same yeah. page part, of part like the conviction right of the character. Finish everything out. Yep. Okay. The continuation. Yeah. Marcus, I'm gonna slam that hit button. What do you yeah. got for a hint for me? Old. Okay. Old. All right. Old. Again, Old. continuing the trend of hints that don't help. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. Welcome to the game, champ. <laughs> Okay, Marcus, I am going yeah. to shot in the dark. Okay. Is this Goodfellas. It is not, but that's funny because I actually had that as a quote before, but I figured you really? know it because Brittany likes that's like what, favorite who likes 
Yeah, that's our yeah, that's our favorite movie. That's really funny, but no, yeah. it's not that. Yeah. I figured this sounded like it might have been a Ray Liotta reflection bit. Yeah, I, so, I could see that. I so. could see that. Brian, what do you got for a guess? This isn't the Irishman, right? No, that's weird that y'all no. both went in the same. We both went, went, went Scorsese is what we went. It's weird. No, it is not. Um, it is said by Jack Nicholson in The Bucket List. Oh, oh. wow. One of those, yep. if you've seen it, you've seen it kind of movies. I don't think uh, it was like a hot commodity, but I definitely saw that twice. It was Jack Nicholson yeah, and Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman, Morgan Freeman. It? Yeah. And it was like two other people, too, I think, as well. No, weird. it was. Nope. It was Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, hey, go. Good movie. Good yeah. movie. Ooh, Solid. You. All right. All right, hey, gentlemen. Douglas. You ready for mine? I'm yes. ready. <clears throat> okay. Fine. Go ahead and scream. And when that trick of plots attacks you, don't come crying to me. I'm coming in. Coming okay. In hot. Jurassic Park 3. Oh, my God. There's been no debate. That's absolutely it. Thank That's you. absolutely correct. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Should I read it again? Okay, so for the audience, just in case you'd like to hear it one more time, uh, this was the quote. Fine, go ahead and scream, and when that trickle of plots attacks you, don't come crying to me. That Jurassic didn't sound Park familiar 3. to you? Direct the trickle of, plot, trickle of plots? I barely understood what trickle... I'm literally looking up trickle of plots <laughs> oh, right man. now. Sorry. No, you're yeah, fine. Sorry. I, I mean, like... <laughs> Brian's been hit with the one-two punch. I come at him hard, like right out of the gate, knowing Labyrinth. Then we get a little break, and then Marcus comes in like, gotcha again. Like it's, just... that, it's that scene with Captain Bucky and Iron Man in uh, Civil War where they just whooping his ass like yeah. <laughs> in the final scene. Yeah, that's okay. That's basically what it was. Sorry. So yeah. I, no, there I mean, no, y'all are on top of it. I, I have trickle plots. Yeah. I, like I wouldn't even so, know what that was. That I don't know is, if I would have got to dinosaurs. That is William. William H. Macy talking to his wife right after they land because they go to the island looking for their son who went on a like a parasailing tour to look at the dinosaurs. And then they they actually something happens. They end up making it on the island and they land and they get Dr. Grant and Dr. Grant's like, you really shouldn't yell like that. Like, it'd be bad news. And so she keeps yelling. And then finally, William H. Macy is like, you want to keep yelling when that thing shows up? It's not my problem. Because fun fact, they're going through a divorce. That movie is oh. so weird because it's like the worst of the Jurassic Park movies, but you vividly remember it because of how yes it was. Yeah, well, it was the Spinosaurus. Like that's was, that's the was, thing yeah. I remember. I have Those that were, animal in names. my head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the kid, the kid that is here's why I remember that so vividly. There was a Barney movie that came out, like a real Barney movie. Okay. I don't know if y'all know this, right? I There's do not. A Barney, there was a movie about Barney. And it was placed like an actual film, like a movie movie. And it was about Barney coming to life and this kid not believing, but like in Barney, the little kid that's in that, that was in Jurassic Park three, that was on his own, that was like living. Yeah. On his own stuff, he was that same kid. And that was the reason that I watched it because I was like, dinosaur, dinosaur makes sense to me. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Literally was my only connection. A between rude the two. awakening for you. Yes. Two completely <laughs> different dinosaurs. Did you, I don't, I, Look it up when you have some time of the the okay. Barney, okay, um, the Barney trailer. Okay, so I'm gonna have bizarre. to check this out. It yeah. sounds like almost something that could be, given the right cut, could also be a horror movie. It like, was, you actually, know what I mean? Yes, absolutely, totally, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Okay, this giant puppet comes alive and scars yep. this kid for life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen, that was a man. We were wow. an efficient. That catch that quotable was efficient. <laughs> 
as hell. So you really got yeah. to play the music on that I one. Mean, that's, that's 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 tough stuff, right? I'm there. gonna stick as champion, which I mean I'm happy with. So that's fine. Another week of this. Wow. Um, but hey, that was that was really fun. We have a movie this week. Wow. <laughs> we have a movie this week, but before we dive into our movie, um, just want to do a quick round table of news to kind of see what everybody has. And I'm going to mm-hmm. kick it on over to Marcus. Marcus, yeah. what do you have for news this week? Okay. So nothing really big is popping out as of right now. There's a lot of little shit happening in the, in the world, but it's Monday and it's Easter and nobody really gives a fuck. That's so, um, oh, well, not, not that they don't give a fuck about Easter, but like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so here's what happened. Wingard, who's the director of the movie that we're going to talk about um, today, I actually just lost my link, but I'm pulling it up now and I'm stalling. Um, Wingard, okay. who actually um, directed the, um, who is the director for Godzilla versus King Kong mm-hmm. is also signed on, as we, as we mentioned last week or last episode to do Thundercats. He's also signed on to do Face Off. So oh. he's going to be doing the sequel to Face Off. And it's very, okay. it's very interesting because a lot of people are presenting. So he's kind of clearing the air on what his vision is. Wingard seems like this guy who really takes his work seriously, especially when it comes to the sci-fi realm. He really wants to make a fun movie. So a lot of people are assuming that um, he said he's going to do the next available thing quickly. And maybe that's Face Off 2. Um, he said, when I look at Face Off, some people have said, if you're going to follow that film, it's about the operation, a sci-fi gimmick. To me, that's not what it is. It's a part of it, but what makes it so unique and fun is the story surrounding Sean Archer and Caster Troy. So essentially huh. what he's saying is people think that when he says he's going to direct Face Off, and this is the Face Off sequel, is that he's saying it's in the world of Face Off and it surrounds characters having this face off surgery he's saying that Hmm. no it's actually the characters of john travolta and and nicholas cage and he wants to talk about how their stories impact that world so what it sounds like is he's going to go for john travolta and nicholas cage to revamp their roles and kind of expand it from there i don't know how you do that because this face off was very specific and and go ahead brian so he's saying this is a sequel it's it's considered it's considered a sequel oh my gosh Oh my lord! Okay, because yeah. th- here's the other thing: that movie is beloved. Like people love that movie, and they consider it to be like one of those. I mean, up until this point, I would say you'd have a hard time considering it the like you can't touch it. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. there's almost that like don't touch this. Like you can't touch this at all. Like you need to just let it be. So yeah. that's genuinely surprising. But hey, he said, all right, a- way to go for it, man. He's calling it a continuation of the saga. Now, I don't know if that's, you know, a cameo appearances with John Travolta and Nicolas Cage and your story is somebody else, but Face Off is, I, I do agree with you, Doug. This is one of those, you can't fuck it up. And, yeah, and it's that's easy true. to fuck up, but hey, he's he's on a roll right now. Yeah, I mean, he's the hot he's, hand for sure. He's, he's the hot for, hand yeah. for sure, so. All right, all right. Well, that's, that's interesting. Brian, you look very perplexed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like the join the Patreon, see how perplexed Brian is. <laughs> like, oh, perplexed the, the way I remember the movie ending, I didn't really feel like I I, I mean not exactly set up. Caster's for a dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know <laughs> how I don't know. I don't know. This like the beauty I mean, of the- movies. I love comic books. People can come back from the dead all the time. I mean, I'm sure it could be like, <laughs> you thought he was dead. Yeah. Now it's time to face off again. There you go. Right. right. I mean, like, that's, that's the tagline. That's probably um, it. 
but like I, mean, I was like i'm pretty sure this guy's dead like a hundred percent yeah i just googled it and it's like nope i was right like i've seen this movie <laughs> like a while ago no he, that dude dead you know what so... it's gonna be is it's gonna be like oh you thought that was him but he had another guy waiting in the wings there like, you it's go. just gonna be yeah. it's gonna had... be like soap opera like yep. it was my twin brother all and along I, I and here he is with my brother i had a face off and then faced off with my brother like exactly wait, basically like, yeah and yeah. like i'm all for like exploring the concept of like what if you could switch someone's face like i think there's another movie there and have it be silly action comedy i mean like I I know the first one wasn't a comedy, but it is like unintentionally. Um, <laughs> the, the thing is, yeah, it was not a comedy, but I remember it yes. as a comedy. The the thing is, I think with these kind of movies, and I'll make it quick. The way that technology has advanced since that mm-hmm. movie, you can kind of make up whatever. So nanobots oh, yeah. or nano whatever. So yep. you can say, yep. hey, the, before this guy died, he uploaded his whatever into this drive, and now we're oh, going to recreate this person, and we're going to trade their face off, and they're going to have all of the personality of this person, another psychopath, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yep. So like, yeah, yeah. It can go any way. It's just a matter of how creative can this guy be but this is also the same director who had a 30 minute lizard monkey fight so like okay yeah very true i mean and john woo directed the first one who i mean yeah like uh, anything is possible the man was big into doves so (laughs) they were like in every shot so i mean um release the doves brian i'm gonna jump in with my piece of news and i'm gonna kick it over to you because you have some you have some interesting stuff to get into um i am going to report something a little bit different but uh guillermo del toro uh shape of water he had a plagiarism lawsuit happen short uh right around when it came out um basically right before voting for the 2018 oscars began um and i'm getting this from screen rant so if you're curious pop over there to check this out but where they fuck a fish um that is the one where the government is keeping a (laughs) essentially an amphibian man uh against his will and elsa's mute and Alyssa's mute um and she communicates through sign language and they They won some awards for that right it won best picture yeah it won best it won best picture so um right before voting began it was and it there was a copyright lawsuit that was filed against the director del Toro um, and basically said that he pulled, he basically ripped off this winning author, Paul Zendel's play. Let me hear you whisper. And it's a Ooh. similar story about a creature and present Creepy. in a government facility who wins the attention of someone who works there. Um, now the Fox and Guillermo del Toro, like basically said like, Nope, it wasn't intentional. It's, it's all coincidental. And by accident, like we didn't think it was something that was really going to happen. Um, and so kind of went from there. It had bounced around the court system for a few years. Um, and essentially the long and short of it is, is that they said that there are similarities, but it sounds like it was pure coincidence rather than someone ripping off ideas. So the lawsuit was recently like dismissed. Um, and it's, and this is kind of, it's only kind of interesting because I think people who are big fans of Guillermo del Toro's work, would say like this dude only creates originals so the fact that someone's saying like oh he plagiarized it um was a lawsuit that was never really going to hold any water but the judge said like look looking at both of these things it's pretty close but it seems like it's just a coincidence and it wasn't like he read your play and then wrote his book so right so yeah what's up two questions yes my first question did they make that judge read two stories about somebody fucking a fish (laughs) 
Um, in the play, it does not designate whether it is an amphibian man or not. It's just yeah. a creature being held in a government facility. That title so, is very pervy. Let me whisper to you. What's the title? Let me hear you whisper. That's even worse. Okay. And then the second question, who, where in the world do we live where in a universe, two people are having stories about fucking a fish? I just very, it's very strange <laughs> to me that, it's, I mean, it's that, true. That two people on this planet that have never met had the same idea of this creature winning somebody over and fucking a fish. Damn, that's I, like crazy. I mean, hey. you're familiar with mermaids. I mean, <laughs> that's that thing has been around forever. I mean, and whenever yeah. you hear, the and original whenever you hear, stories of mermaids are scary as fuck. If anybody, oh, really they are. Yes, they like, are. They, they are hop up onto the boat shit. and they like oh, grab they are like terrible. Yeah, they are terrible. These are monsters. That yeah. have been over sexualized over and then you time. Sex, how do you sexualize a mermaid? I've never understood that. I don't know. Because the bottom is 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 <laughs> I don't no. know. No, no, no. And no, no. is a mermaid just half man, half is half person, half fish, not to be sexist, hashtag mm-hmm. inclusive. Um, half man, half fish. Does that count for the top half and bottom half? Like what if there's a reverse mermaid? There's situation? a fam- there's a family guy episode that talks about that, right? Where the bottom half has <laughs> a reproductive legs. system and the top half is all fish and he was like well it doesn't she was like well i was expecting something different he was like well that doesn't make sense for it to be the other way around (laughs) i mean so yes you're right i don't know what kind of world we live in where two people (laughs) wrote a similar story about fucking a fish and the other thing is is that isn't there a power dynamic here like let's i mean these people are being held against their will (laughs) and this thing happens i mean is there no regulatory body in these government <laughs> facilities but at all and uh, where, what about the michael shannon these, what it's about the michael shannon. These people? <laughs> who, who is falling for these these creatures who is so damn bad well, that you're I falling think for an allegory for there's someone listening feel... to this right now that is screaming what doug is saying <laughs> this is an allegory for we find love in the most unlikely of places and especially oh. when we are vulnerable and we feel alone and we feel isolated we feel you know a sense of vulnerability where a bond happens and mm. that affection is felt i mean the follow up is the shape of water too is them raising a family together <laughs> and then it all just goes to shit and it's then there's a whole custody battle um and then she oh, refalls in love with him when he's out swimming in the ocean and a tuna boat catches him and he's in the hospital and she gets all worried it's a whole redemption story this for them sounds as like a, a direct to dvd type movie I, you know what if any guillermo del toro if you're listening i would gladly write this script for you i would honest. i would write it you produce it and we'll see where it goes i feel like you're gonna I I just feel like there's a way to there's a step between the two. And I, I just don't want to say it on this podcast. So I think it's best that we just move on. But there's a step to prevent you falling in love with a fucking fish. The shape of Marcus water is the first one. There. The shape of water is the first one. Yeah. The shape of the shape of marriage is the second one. Uh, and then the liquid of divorce is the third one in oh, the trilogy. It's so visceral and <laughs> the liquid of divorce. Got it. Got it. Yep, Got there it, it is. I, ju- I, I just also feel as if <laughs> I just feel like this fish thing, man, is really throwing me off. Telling it's... somebody like falling in love with people and okay, falling in love with somebody who's handicapped, falling in love with somebody who's opposite race of you, falling in some in love with somebody who is, you I'm know, very curious where you're different going. cultural beliefs. Those are fine. 
those aren't hard to believe. You're telling me we have to be this dramatic. The world is so bad off. We have to be so dramatic to make Wait a, a human being to fall in love Wait a with a fucking fish to prove a point. That sounds like guy, some real kid movie type shit. This guy just raved two weeks ago about how he loved this four hour 17th century <laughs> painting of a movie in which a man comes back to life because a magic cosmic cube hits the water and a man who runs as fast as a flash touches it yeah. but he has to go back in time to touch it because yeah. he missed it the first time mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. with that mm-hmm. but the idea of like yeah. fish roma- creature romance yeah. with a human that's yes. a step yes, draw the lines because there. because Making sure I understand because Aquaman is sexy and that little fish man <laughs> is not that's the reason why well you know what I believe it's important to be body positive all fish right. men bodies yeah. are sexy in their own way <laughs> and I stand by it all right. I stand that's, by it that's the right. full quote for all right next. all yeah. All, all right. fish bodies are sexy all, in their own all. way. Let's get yeah. off of this because it's we're gonna go down. We're gonna end up and it's gonna be eleven o'clock at night. We're gonna and be canceled. like, oh, yes. fuck. Yeah. I listened um, to your podcast. And you guys talked about fish people for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> Marcus said the phrase "fucking a fish" no less than thirteen times, and I don't know what happened. Um, to the people in India, we are sorry if this yes. crossed any cultural line. You need to give that context. Okay. We have a big following. We're getting a big following in India. I just want everyone to know this. Uh, he, like, like oh, we're blowing up. Like, we're blowing up in India. Hundreds of followers yeah. in India. Yeah, it's awesome. Ma- Brian, <laughs> your third piece of news, sir. I forgot we were doing dudes. I just completely flaked <laughs> out there for a second. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. Oh man, I'm coming down from this from this uh, from, from this. I'll from this. <laughs> from this. So uh today the 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 new trailer for the loki series uh came out and was shared and it was like a teaser to end all teasers you don't Mm -hmm. really understand what's happening but you get a really good sizzle (laughs) reel and there's a lot happening with this show you're getting the time variance authority there's also like really fast shots of a lot of things whether we saw loki maybe we saw black widow maybe we saw some like other fan favorites from the time variance authority and possibly uh, there's a lot like possibly Uh like the uh some of the folks from uh the first captain america movie Mm -hmm. um the howling like commandos or the invaders however we phrased it Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of stuff going on with this trailer and so that's half of the news the other half is that uh the analysis of this seems to be just a little weird that marvel is releasing a trailer in the middle of the falcon and winter soldier run because if you remember wandavision pretty much had its full run under its belt before Mm -hmm. we got more information about falcon and winter soldier that's true Um, we had a couple of teasers but that was it yeah and so it's it's an interesting time to have this trailer come out on a monday uh it's just very it's very strange uh and so people are just trying to figure that part out of course they could just release the trailer obviously with the virus everything has been thrown into chaos to use a loki term they are courting chaos trying to film all this and release it during this public health crisis and so possibly that is factoring into it 
but it's True. strange. It's, it's it's strange of the release. So the first half is, yeah, we got this trailer. And the other half is, what? You, you released it on a Monday in the middle of an ongoing series that you haven't even finished yet? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, that's a very good point. And I also, another thing that I noticed, because I, I watched it earlier today and then I watched it again right before we hopped on here. Um, there are some interesting color choices in this as well. Like, I don't know if you all noticed some of the like overlay of like like almost like infinity stone-esque style coloring to some of the shots when you notice some of that there was one that was purple there was one that was very like orange there was one that was like there's a green one yeah there's a you know like and i kind of picked up on these and i was like this seems this seems very interesting and then the other thing that i noticed is we did start to see this idea of like the multiverse has always been something that we talked about and kind of alluded to, but we saw the screen and got a little bit of an explanation from an unlikely source in Owen Wilson going, you see what you did here? You screwed this all up for everybody. Wow. This is all messed up for everybody across the board. Like that's just, so that's, yeah, that was, that's kind of, that was definitely Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah, confirmed. I got him. Yeah. I got the nose for him and I got this. Um, So that's, I think, I think that that was something that I thought was really interesting too. But yes, that's also a good point, Brian, about the release for Falcon and the Winter Shoulder. Yeah, it's it's strange. Here's my hot take. Do it. All right, here's my hot take. Do it. Falcon All and the right. Winter Soldier is flopping, and the numbers don't look good. Okay? okay. The numbers don't look good because when WandaVision went out, I'll speak for myself. When WandaVision was out, I forgot that Falcon and the Winter Soldier was coming up next. True. So for me, I was so caught up in WandaVision and what's going to happen next week Sure. That people would tweet about WandaVision from week to week, from mm-hmm, release yeah. to release. People would tweet about it, either the old episode or the new one. And so I think that Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and here's a couple contexts. When we talked about the Snyder Cut and the numbers, Brian reported that Disney had put out its own report that Falcon and the Winter Soldier had the biggest streaming ever and in quotations on Disney Plus. Yeah, so biggest I think premiere, what's yeah. happening is there is going there is a down it's kind mm-hmm. of maybe the numbers aren't as high as they would like for a Disney yeah. Marvel production. And the first one is always going to get a high, is going to get a high praise because it's the one immediately after WandaVision sure. and people want to know what direction is this going. Yeah. We're in episode three and it's a little frustrating. I'm going to watch it, but I'm right. just trying to imagine yeah. why people aren't and why they released this trailer. And I think it's because they want to remind people this is connected to something else. Right now, Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier. When we, if we ever get to it, I don't know if we'll review it like WandaVision, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a little frustrating right now at episode three. For sure. And Brian and I had a full discussion, and maybe we could do a bonus episode about it. But yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot in there as to why this it should work, but it's not right now. Yeah, there's something. It's not that's a not bad clicking, thing, though. but there's something that's if you're talking 007 espionage mixed with Marvel superheroes. Yes, that's supposed to work. But I don't know yeah. if people are as invested in these characters. And maybe that's why they released this Loki trailer, just right. to remind people. Right. I mean, I would believe that. I think the other thing is, is that you almost need to, this feels like a one-off. Like we're not really, there really is, it's hard for us to see how Falcon and the Winter Soldier will connect with the greater like MCU like timeline and universe. And so, or, or at least it has yet to be revealed. I'm not saying like it's not possible or it's not there. I think it's just, it's yet to be revealed. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, when you're talking about where this is going with your movies in the direction you want to go in, like 
people are starting to look toward the summer about being excited about being able to see Black Widow in a theater or being able to see some of their things that are coming out in theaters over the course of the summer in the, the coming year. So they're like, how does this fit in? And it's like, it just, if it doesn't, they're going to feel, it's going to feel, feel weird and maybe the, it's hard to connect it. So. And the director has already mentioned that the ending of Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to set up something. So sure, I think huh. I saw that report or writer or a director or somebody, yeah. but they're already having to do this thing where no, 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 keep watching. It's worth it in the end. But sure. this show is kind of hard to span over a month. Like what is yeah. this? Eight episodes or seven? I thought it was six. six. Is it we're, six? We're halfway. Six. Oh, we're, we're halfway, halfway. through. Yeah. And it feels, it feels long at three. Not bad. Ba- it's not sure. bad, but there's a lot of shit that just could Wasn't be better. It, right. Yep. Yeah. I feel you. Um, Brian, other thoughts on the trailers? This is your piece of news. Uh, yeah, I, I went back and looked. I do want to, I do want to eat, <laughs> I do want to eat some crow. I don't, I know y'all didn't know oh, where I was going with that. Oh, I was like, but Brian I did Aubrey. look here. So I do take back what I said. So they did release the Falcon and Winter Soldier, the official trailer. Let me put this out there. I think what gets confusing is like what's official and That's what's true. a teaser trailer. Yeah. But they did put out a Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer February 7th, which would have been like right after the middle of the WandaVision run. Oh, um, sure. So yeah. it does look it's on, it's on similar. Um, it does look similar, but I also feel like there, there's no denying this is getting a little bit more buzz uh, yeah. than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think on top of that, too, I, I'm looking at this here. I think it was timed with the Super Bowl. Um, that's also Falcon true. and the Winter Soldier. I'm you pretty really sure it was the that. spot. And maybe this was uh, timed so with the national basketball champion game, maybe championship. Sorry, basketball. I guess it's possible, but I mean, yeah. it, it it wasn't. It, it was wasn't not like it happened when it was going on. Yeah, y- yeah. So I well, think I think there's a lot going on here. Um, and I so I do want to say that I I still think the timing is just strange. It does feel um, weird. Just overall, it just feels that way. Um, yeah, and I'll yeah. I'll leave that there. I like, fair. It. Fair. I like it. Still fire trailer. What I do, yeah. what I did notice before we move on, um, what I did notice is there's a lot less speculation with this show. Yeah. Oh, there's like none. If, and I don't know yeah. if Marvel did that on purpose, but with WandaVision to set the tone to be like, don't speculate because you don't know what the fuck is going to happen next. <laughs> yeah. So like, or is it harder to do it with a show like this? Or maybe we um, all learned our lesson from the first time right. when we and were so drastically yeah, wrong. That's true. Wrong. So that's very true. Very you know. true. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I there's not even that many questions left open. No, with not Falcon. A lot. I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier just feels like they were like, make an Avengers movie, but just do like an hour a week. And they're like, okay. And yeah, they did exactly as they were asked. Yeah. And here we are. And everyone's just kind of like, it's fine. <laughs> like, that's the vibe I get from everybody. If you, if you like Captain America, you'll love Falcon and the Winter Soldier because you right. want to see that character. But if you don't, and, you, and mm-hmm. you're not into this transition of a character, yep. you're not going to, I don't think you're going to be a big fan of this. That's yeah. a good way to phrase it. it is. Yeah. I will also say this. Brian last week mentioned that Captain America plays by G.I. Joe rules, where if you see them get up, like if you don't see a big, long thing, this last episode, whoever like decided what was in this heard Brian and was like, 
fuck that guy. This woman's going to shoot everybody in the face. So just real quick, uh, Sharon Carter is a badass. And yes, but she, she has a some or a bad person she has some blood on these hands. Uh, uh, for yeah, sure. it felt like they went out of their way to be like, hey, Sharon's brutal. And you're yeah. like, OK, got it. Yep, I get it. Like, yes, ma'am. She, she, own, she definitely had her Ronin moment. Of like, oh, yeah. I get, I get that, you know, everybody's coping differently with all this stuff. So, you know, but, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. This woman had her ex leave for her aunt yeah. and she lost half her friends. And how the fuck does that fuck up the timeline? And there are no fish in it. It, like she also helped her ex escape from prison yeah. and and avoid like national sanctions and then they're gone. I, I would yeah. also be going through a phase like that's more than just like cutting my hair and changing my cologne. That's like, all right. Yeah, I am going to go to Madripoor and make my own black market art like station. Yeah, yeah let's, let's do it. Let's yeah, do yeah, that makes sense. So let's live on the edge. Please follow Brian on TikTok. <laughs> that's true. Because I watched really about should. three to four of them today and I thought that they were pretty on point. So. Oh, shucks, Marcus. Yeah, Brian, cool. what's your handle on TikTok for people listening? Rogue Roush. You can find uh, me on Rogue TikTok Roush, at Rogue right. Roush for all of your <laughs> all of your errant thoughts about Star Wars and pop culture. There you go. Brian um so gentlemen thank you all for sharing your news but we have a movie to get to that we saw this week we so do. this week we watched godzilla versus kong um we had guessed so many times about the release date oh but it gosh. finally dropped on hbo max last week on uh wednesday and yes. we watched it. And we're going to talk about it now. So, um, Marcus, you usually give us your barbershop summary for these movies. Uh-huh. Sir, I would love to hear your barbershop summary for okay. Godzilla versus Kong. All right. So here's what had happened. What had happened was imagine a movie being made by a four year old with nothing but Legos and two toys. Okay, so what happened was you get this giant Godzilla. Godzilla got three movies to introduce themselves. So they walk. So Godzilla is this big old lizard. For those of y'all that ain't familiar, the world is covered in Titans now and Titans run the world. Okay, and Godzilla says, I'm going to be the primetime Titan. Okay, if there's any other Titans that exist on this planet, I'm going to whoop their ass. And because the earth can't handle itself, I am going to handle the I'm going to handle the earth and be the protector of this planet because they obviously can't do it themselves. So what happens is you get two people that say when I say on site, I mean on site. So you get Kong, who kind of we just kind of forgot about after his Skull Island run, um, who's been in this little tube and he's been in this little bubble thing that people have been trying to fake him out. But he's been throwing sticks at this shit the whole time and tearing that shit the fuck up. Like, how much money is that? So he's throwing sticks at this thing, and letting them know, like, I'm not stupid. I'm no dummy. I understand that this is not home. So it turns out they got him in this little facility. Godzilla is, is just being Godzilla wherever they want to be Godzilla, right? So then they figure out this thing to get the scientists who talk about driving to hollow earth. And so hollow earth is where all the Titans live. And so they built these magically two machines where technology is advanced enough to build these machines to travel to hollow earth, but not advanced enough to help people escape when Titans start attacking. Got it. So um, what's going to happen is that when, you know, they're going to try to put Kong back home, essentially, they want to take him to hollow earth. So they got to transport this big old monkey across the oceans and skies. And in that process, Godzilla sniffs him out and is just like, yo, what the fuck? I told you don't come around this block. And he was like, yo, my bad. They just trying to take me home. He was like, this is the only way home. This is the only block. And Godzilla was like, bitch, I told you don't come around this block. So then they get to scrapping and they fight. And so they, they start fighting and scrapping. And so obviously they lose 
because the first fight is on water. I have questions about why the fuck they didn't transport him through air first, but that's fine. So what then what's happening is the Godzilla tries to drown him. They hit him with a couple nukes. Kong gets his ass whooped. So then they fight again. So then Kong finds his home. He finds his axe and he finds his throne. And apparently he's the king of the jungle there and he's slurping out brains and shit like that. And Kong is the king of Hollow Earth. So, okay, cool. Kong is the king of Hollow Earth. So then Godzilla goes and sniffs this motherfucker out as he's underground. I don't understand how the fuck this happened. He goes, Godzilla walked to Hong Kong and blew a hole from the top of Hong Kong to the middle of Earth. Okay, so so he was he blew a plasma <laughs> he did, shit, yeah. he blew a yep, plasma yep, shit right through the ground, drilling through the earth just to peek in the hole and say, "Bitch, get your ass up here! I told you don't come around this block." So then, uh, so then, so then he looking up the hole like, "Yo, like, uh, how did you find me? I'm home." He like, oh, "Bitch, I sniffed you out," and he was like, "What the fuck?" So then they gotta scrap it out. Uh, Kong get his ass whooped. Godzilla walks, screams in his face, as face, and then he walked the fuck off say don't come around this block no more about to die a robot comes out of nowhere and then starts whooping godzilla's ass and he's like oh shit now he run this block so now that it's his block i need some assistance so then this little girl who just happened to know sign language who didn't die in any of this wreckage is signing to kong in the middle of this shit and takes the pulse of a giant fucking skyscraper monkey a little girl takes the pulse of a gorilla a giant gorilla and tells him, hey, he needs to be resurrected. And then these two scrap it out and then they team up and then they do this thing. And then it's like, yo, you cool with me, my guy. He was like, yeah, you cool with me too. I guess two Titans can't exist. The end. Man, I mean, you did it again. That's, I mean, that hey, was, that was you. spot on. That was spot thank on. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's exactly what happened. I think it's just incredible. This this movie, the fight scenes in this are absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. Before we get into the good and the bad and the ugly, I do want to make sure that we go over, um, you know, sort of some of the people in it and then also kind of give you the budget for this and then the box office Please. because we are at a very unique time frame for this particular movie because – Theaters are starting to open back up again. People are starting to go back to it. Um, and so they've had a little bit more success than others as of late. So this movie stars Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, um, uh, Shun Oguri, uh, Eliza Gonzalez, uh, Juliana, Julian Denizen, Lance Reddick, Kyle Chancellor, uh, Damian Bisher, I believe it is. Um, and it was, and it's been, it was written and directed by um, Adam Wingard was the director and the screenplay was Eric Pearson and Max Bornstein. So this movie's budget was 155 to $200 million. Was it really? Yes. That's interesting. Jesus. Now, according to deadline and they released this, uh, this afternoon, Currently, what this has made uh, in the like budgetary world is they say it has made two hundred and twenty five million dollars back already. Has it really? Um, And so and, you know, it's really it has been a huge success um, for HBO Max. Again, if we're going to get into the weird like Sky TV streaming Please numbers, third party streaming ratings from Samba TV reported Monday that 3.6 million household watched at least five minutes of WB Legendary's wow. Godzilla versus Kong um, on HBO Max in the picks first five days on the site from March 31st, April 4th. Um, 
for perspective, Wonder Woman 1984 was 2.2 million U.S. households, and Zack Snyder's Justice League was 1.8 million U.S. households for the same metric um first five minutes so that's incredible like that's a huge get for them and it's obviously having some box office success so that's kind of the picture from there um wow that's I, wow and it's way higher than that because it's only doing oh, terrestrial it's first, tv right. it's terrestrial tvs and so it's obviously we know that it's going to be higher than that don't forget the non-terrestrial right gentlemen fire what were your initial impressions of godzilla versus kong and what did you like about godzilla versus kong I like I like the fact that <clears throat> it is if you want escapism, this is it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I have now watched this movie three times because oh it's something that really I have watched it three times. And so so the first time I watched it for the podcast, second time I watched it because I felt like I was just missing something. Oh, sure. <laughs> but it was also like there was nothing to miss. It literally was yeah. the movie I thought yep. it was the second time. Third time I got my new lights and there was no better movie to try oh, out with yeah. the lights than oh. Yes. Well, and you and when you're testing something like that, it's good to know like mm-hmm. what beats yeah. you're hitting in a movie. Yes. I get it. Yeah. yeah. So so it was like, and and it was especially the ending, one of the ending scenes with Tokyo or or Japan at yeah night with the neon lights. I don't. I'm oh not sure. sure that's where they were. Hong Kong. I think they it was were Hong Kong. Kong. Yeah. Hong Kong. Yep. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> so I, what I like about it is the simplicity of it. Sure. It is what it is. When you go back and watch Godzilla King of the Monsters, there's a lot of dialogue and yes. over explaining yep. as to why yep. Godzilla is how the ability of Titans are finding each other and this whole idea. When you look at this one, this one is like they took all of that and they was like, okay, we already explained it. <laughs> yep. Now you two fuckers fight. Like <laughs> yeah. it went back pretty to much. So I like the simplicity of this movie and just being like, it's just a giant lizard and a giant yeah. monkey fighting and we don't have yeah. to over explain it. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. Sure. sure. Brian thoughts. What you think? I mean, I, so I want to share with our, with our listeners here. I, me and my wife took it upon ourselves to say, okay, if we're going to watch Godzilla versus Kong, we need to understand the world we're getting into. So over mm. the past week, we have watched the 2014 Godzilla. We have watched Kong. We have watched Godzilla King of the Monsters. And here we are now at Godzilla versus Kong. So like, yeah. it's been a weird ride, but at the same time, like my initial impressions of Godzilla versus Kong, I'm like, yeah, this fits. Cause it's just, it's mess. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. but it's like, it's a good mess. Like, yeah, I don't know. Sure. That's like the best way I can say it. Like, you know what you're coming here for. True. You, you know what this movie's about with the title, mm-hmm. like Godzilla v Kong. You, I, I mean, yeah. Come on. Yeah. I don't know if you were expecting uh, so, award-winning shows, but this ain't it. Right. I, I mean, like, y- y- I enjoyed it. Let me just put it that way. For sure. I enjoyed it. Um, there's some stuff we'll nitpick later that I think we will have a riot about. Um, yeah, we are gonna but, nitpick some uh, yeah, like I, I enjoyed it for what it was, and I thought it looked really good, like oh. cinematography yeah. wise, oh, yeah. as well as like just the colors that they decided to use, sure. especially mm-hmm. in that final fight. The finale fight is what I should say at night in Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, that was just beautiful and gorgeous, and that can be the reason I'm highlighting it is because when you're creating stuff in that cg space it's really hard mm-hmm. to like anchor yourself of like can we could we get this shot in real life for it sure doesn't matter but like you have to right. anchor it to something mm-hmm. and at no point 
as someone that heavily relies on my vision, like, and not my ears, because my ears are not, like, they're just, they don't hear as well as my eyes see. Like, it was very clear to me what was happening on screen. It sure. wasn't like Transformers, where it's like, mm. like those, man, that second or third Michael Bay movie, I can't remember, but it just felt like two car trash piles somersaulting on each other. And you're like, yeah, I don't know what's right. happening. Yeah. Yeah. But with Godzilla versus really Kong, was like, that's a lizard that's a monkey mm-hmm. and that monkey's punching the lizard. I know exactly yeah. what's going on here. Yeah. Regardless of time of day. For sure. It makes sense. Uh, gentlemen, I, so let me, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory. Do it. When I was between 10 and 12, I got a, like introduced to the original, like 1970s Kaiju Godzilla. Oh, wow. Oh, and shit. so okay. for me, this was really, really cool to see because I've always thought that the idea of Godzilla has been like a cool story, sure. um, especially the one that's presented like in Japanese, like in, mm-hmm. in Japan and, and and through the stories they tell from that. And it's it's very much like, you know, he's he he does his own thing. He needs to be respected. He is a God that is to be revered and you can both depend on him or you can loathe him depending on like where you're at with things. Um and I thought for the most part, this movie followed that original formula yes. really, really, really well. Seems There's a reason that like when you like watch those old like movies from the 70s, you're not trying to like rewind to listen to the dialogue of the two people on the ground <laughs> going like, oh, no, look, Godzilla, because to be honest with you. No one really gives a shit. And this movie kind of followed the same thing. Yeah. Millie Bobby, like all of these actors who are in it, Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby right. Brown, I am not going to take away from their work. I just got to say this. I didn't show up for them. So That's if they true, were yeah. like B-list actors, yeah. I wouldn't have really given a shit because at the end of the day, I want to watch that big lizard beat the shit yep. out of that big <laughs> monkey. And that's all I care about. Oh, like, all the Kong fans are going to come for us now. I'm kidding. That's fine. There's he like lost. Nobody. Just spoiler <laughs> alert. He lost. <laughs> bad. We'll so, get to that too. So, yeah. um, so for me, I loved the action sequences in this. I loved the, like, the culmination of it. I just there are some other choices. For me, no, we're just, not there yet. Okay, I will. I will <laughs> no, leave it there. there so we will leave it there, <clears throat> gentlemen. Other mm-hmm. things about this movie that you really liked? Um, I do. As much as Doug is talking about the casting, I think that they did well in casting people who were noticeable but not over yes. overbearing, yes. where you felt like yes. they were wasted in a role. Yes. Um, although the uh, connection of the story is a little off of yeah. how the story on a human level evolves across Kong and, and versus Godzilla is a little off and it's a little rushed maybe and pushed together. Um, I understand that you need that for some type of base and realization because unfortunately giant lizard and giant monkey can't talk. Well, <laughs> the, the, the monkey has taken ASL classes. Monkey can do sign language. Yeah. So, so, but like they can't talk. So if it was just a movie with them two going back and forth, it would be hard for us to associate and be like, um, I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I do like the casting. Um, Millie Brown seems to be, Mm -hmm. she is growing up and she's stepping more into this leading role. Um, Her dad, uh, what is his name? The actor who is Kyle Chandler. It's Kyle Chandler. His face always looks like he's about to cry. I don't know what it is, but this entire movie, (laughs) he just looked like he was in distress the entire fucking time. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. The whole fucking absolutely. 
but like I do. And I he's do not like, in it a lot, but he always looks no. like he's on the verge of having a complete breakdown. <laughs> just like, and this shouldn't be the guy in charge of Monarch. Like, what the fuck are you? If no. you're panicking like this, I need somebody who's a little bit more strong faced because this guy looked like he was about to cry every fucking time. Mm-hmm. But I do, he did I do, look like he was on the edge of just like a nervous breakdown. Yeah, like, I don't know, it's Godzilla. I don't know. Godzilla's attacking. I'm losing my daughter. My wife is going. Like, he's just like, get this guy. Sit him down. Chandler, please come on our show. We'd love to talk to you about your performance. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, Kyle. Um, yeah. but I do like Alexander Skarsgård um, uh-huh. and Brian Brian Tyree Henry from Atlanta. Oh my gosh, from. for sure, he was really good. Really played that role well. I mean, everybody played to the level they were supposed to. Yes, um, yes. But I'll get to the other side of that a little bit later for those characters that I just don't think were needed. But that's fine. For sure, yeah. Brian. Other things that you liked about the movie. Honestly, I just want to highlight two things. One, I love Brian Tyree Henry in this. Yeah, Anytime he sure. was on screen, mm-hmm. I was listening. I just, no, just him being a conspiracy theorist. I like, mm-hmm. I, I saw it and I was like, I need this, but like, I need it in like the MCU or another connected yeah. like franchise because oh, he's, coming. he's coming in the Eternals. Right, right. Right. Yeah. But yeah. like, just like the his, his conspiracy, conspiracy theory vibe mm-hmm. was just so. I don't know. I don't know the right word for it, but it was like really intoxicating. I was like, just like go off about anything, man. Like, I love the energy here. I love you bringing it to like Godzilla and Kong and all of it's true. Right. Like that's, you know, the big, you know, so I don't know. I just loved his performance. I enjoy him as an actor. Uh, He's also in Widows. I just want to give a shout out to that movie. He's in that. He's fun. In any case, Widows. Yeah, he's uh he's one of the people running for office in Widows in Chicago. Because his brother is uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yep. yep yes yeah that's right yep. sure is right. Right. so in any case uh the other thing i want to say is i i mean i just enjoy that this movie is is like it's not it's, it's just going for it like yeah. look people there is a hollow earth and we're gonna go there that's what i was gonna say yeah we're gonna just there's in there's these flying cars that are not helicopters no. and they are they can mm-hmm. they can deal with the anti-grav thing and we're gonna figure it out by the way watch out for this giant scorpion snake bird thing like yeah. i just i yeah. just i'm just yep. glad it went for it i feel like a lot of the sci-fi that we have right now it just it feels this need to be grounded and mm-hmm. godzilla and kong or over explained like i think yeah, that's the other that. aspect of things it's like they try to root the science from a movie about a giant lizard and a giant monkey that fight in Hong Kong. They mm-hmm. try to root that in that right. like, well, this is actually based on like a physics principle that this actually could be like, I don't give a shit. That's a giant yeah. monkey. That's a giant yep. lizard. They're fighting each other. Yeah. I don't know. I don't need to know why there's a hollow earth, but I yeah. appreciate the fact that they're like, I believe it. Like, You know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. like, okay, great. Hollow earth. Not yeah. a pro- I don't have a problem with it. Like, yeah, that's, for people, that's and fine. For people that are, and there are people that ask for that over explanation. Motherfucker, you don't even know what that means. They give right. you a few extra words like terrestrial or, <laughs> or earthquake or physics or algebra. And right. like, y'all just fall for that shit every time. Like, this yeah. plus this equals this. Like, okay. Y'all, like, especially with Endgame, just a little rant. When, when Iron Man oh, figured yeah. out in Endgame time travel, everybody wanted to pretend like, I knew that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like, that's bitch, you know that. Yeah, fucking know that. Yeah, like, come on. Marvel has fucking patted you on the back this whole time and kissed your ass to make you believe you're a part of this experience. You don't have to do that. Yeah. Give the give once again. Give the audience some credit and mm-hmm. believe that your audience is just going to accept and understand 
what this movie is about and where the direction is going. And what I appreciated about this is even Alexander Skarsgård's character says people made fun of it. Like they're like, he he's like, nobody read my book. Like four people read it and they all made fun of it. So the fact that you're here talking to me about it, like, yeah, sounds like like bullshit. Doesn't it? Like even kind of like tongue and cheekly acknowledge the fact that it's a little outlandish and hard to believe. But again, I stand by that. Like exactly what Marcus said is just give your audience some credit. Like we don't need to know everything at the end of the day. This is two big animals beating each other (laughs) up. And at some point in time, we don't necessarily give a shit why that's happening. So I just, I thought that that was really well done too. And I, that's kind of what I wanted to boost what Brian was saying. Cause that was what I was going to say about the other piece of things that I liked is that the science with this, they just didn't need to over explain. I didn't need like a flashback of Kong with all the other monkeys there. Like I didn't (laughs) need that. I accepted it by going like, yep, this tracks, this makes sense. This is where we're at. So like, I just, I thought that that was that was yeah. well executed, yeah. gentlemen. Anything that you else want to touch on before we sort of move on to maybe some of the things that we didn't necessarily care for? I'm going to say this before we get there. I right. I enjoyed this movie, and yes, I probably I will watch it a couple more times because for for various reasons. But it's just an enjoyable. Yeah, it's kind of something fun. Like I was the second and or third time I was doing it, I was like cooking. Or doing something else while watching it. It's nothing sure. you have to really sit yeah. and pay attention to. Yeah. It is something that you can just escape and be like, oh shit, he really just uppercutted the fuck out that lizard. Yeah. Like, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, and just kind of go from there. Um, I did want to compliment the CGI. Oh, it's for sure. hard to get that shit right. Um, although we live in a world with new technology and shit, it's very well possible to get that shit wrong. Yes. Um, and I just yes. feel like we have to highlight the idea. If that city was fake and it was made um mm-hmm. kudos to that kudos to to yeah. the team that put this together all the hours you have to put in all yeah. of the that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. so, and i say that to say when we get to this other part remember that i showed you love before i started <laughs> nitpicking the fuck out this movie <laughs> i will also say that again i have some very specific things in this movie that i did not care for yeah. but on the whole on the like twenty thousand foot perspective i really really enjoyed it and again i grew up and have loved Godzilla since like I was a little kid. So for me, like this was really, really cool. And it was a lot of fun. Now that Marcus watched it with his fancy lights on his TV, I will probably do the same thing because I'm very curious how, how it looks and feels, but yeah, I I love this movie, but yeah, there were some, there were some, there were some things. Let's get to it, Douglas. All right. First off, let's just watch it. Did anybody in this movie (laughs) ask to f- the fucking musical montages with Kong like he's some bachelor in his goddamn apartment like did we really need the like sa- shower scene with like I think it was like the Rolling Stones in the background did anybody need that that I need to know like did I need to see up oh, that's how he puts on his deodorant yeah. notice he uses a rock because he doesn't have big deodorant like I didn't need any of it I didn't need the head and shoulders commercial with the goddamn yes. monkey I didn't need it and so for me that was the first thing like right out of the gate I'm like okay I gotta read you my, my note on this Um, what the fuck is this opening intro with the shower scene what like <laughs> it's like literally what I said because like right out of the gate and I remember I told the Brittany I said like this I don't know if I like this like <laughs> like right away like I don't know if, I don't know if I like this so that's the first thing like these some of these musical montages with him I was just sort of like let, 
Let Why? me ask you, Doug, would it have made you feel differently if All Star by Smash Mouth was playing instead of the original song? Um, to make it more do like Do you Shrek? mean it would have if it were a direct ripoff of Shrek? Yeah. Um, I probably would have laughed more at it that this movie was like making fun of itself. But you're right. That's what this was. This was like this, was. this poor loner. Actually, I kind of want to see a cut where it is all star. <laughs> oh, it's probably going to be on YouTube. It's, I want to see it. So yeah. Hey, YouTube nerds, I want you to make this like don't, so bad. Don't, I want don't, you to call make them this. don't call them nerds. I, may, I say that because that's what I am. Ah, I can use it. it. Okay, nerd to nerd. Ah, yes. Yeah. Like, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, here's what I'll say about that. I want to add to that. They did a. Re- <laughs> so what they tried to do in this film, and that was actually one of my points, was with that music, the showering, the learning ASL for for the gorilla. They really tried to human humanize and really give emotion to Kong prior to him getting his ass whooped. Because Kong is supposed to be painted as the hero in this film, but yes. let's not forget the hero got his ass whooped like whooped, twice, whooped. three times. He got his ass whooped, <laughs> like and at least. Know, and we know this because the actors are literally keeping brackets of how many rounds these <laughs> yeah. fuckers are. Making. Yes. Well, yeah. I guess the round two goes to Kong. Like, what the fuck are you uh, doing? Yeah, I, can, I, I can guess Kong it. did win that round. Yeah. So yeah. he. So so it was like, okay, they really tried to make it. <laughs> and so you give him this music that's yeah. familiar you give him these humanoid features he's walking talking he's the big bad king he still got his ass whooped you humanize him all you want to but he still got his ass whooped yeah i mean again you're right this he's billed he's billed as the protagonist of this movie and godzilla Absolutely. is billed as the antagonist of this movie yes. almost for their real like their reveal at the end of like surprise it's humans that are making nature go to hell right and i just i it's feel been like, the theme this whole this whole of all three movies it's been the theme right yeah. and so for me i'm just sort of like that's that that payoff of it like being like well it's not actually godzilla's fault like i don't need a redemption story for a goddamn lizard like i don't need i don't need to know i don't need to know like oh you're right he was just confused i forgive him he's a goddamn lizard like i don't don't here's the thing the lizard is is they here's the here's the problem when you try to humanize one thing and not the other i knew they were going to do this shit and i tweeted it before the movie came out i said that they were going to humanize Kong because he's the closest thing that relates to a human. He walks, talks like it, yeah. he like it, puts on deodorant. The problem, the issue with Godzilla is you cannot put facial features on a lizard. So what no. Godzilla's doing is he's just coming in and being destructive. And because he growls and 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 howls like a fucking t-rex we quickly associate that with monster but we never thought about godzilla was right when he targeted apex because of the Mm -hmm. skull and he knew what they were doing apex was still wrong he was not just attacking well he attacked godzilla because he told that bitch don't come around this neighborhood no more and yeah i mean kong just did not fucking listen but like he's he's attacking these places because they're doing something wrong but you'll never know that the humans will never know that because they have no way of communicating with this lizard he destroyed the city and walked the fuck off into the sunset yeah he did he really did all right i'm out thanks everybody you're welcome all right peace and sorry sorry about the place sorry about your career but uh, i gotta go back gotta go back to the old lady you know what i mean like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's that that whole thing is just kind of kind of bonkers and i don't know about you all but every time i hear that godzilla theme yeah i like that 
bum, 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 bum. Like I think of that, like I think of that that hip hop song. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> Which I think it's "Get the Fuck Up" is the name of the song by Pharrell Mont. Like I can't say the last name. I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna drop it in the chat. That's it every amazing. time. Bump 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 bump. Like I love it every single time. Um, and again, that's that's a that's a throwback to the like the '70s. Like that was the right. song when he pulled up when that guy in his Godzilla suit got out of the pond yep. on the set that they were at. That's yep. where it was. So how uh, do you spell that last name? I will find it. You all keep talking. I will find it and I will I will drop yeah. it in the chat because it it I every time I hear it, it makes me happy. Um, Man, what, what did you think? I mean, so again, overall, I enjoyed it. I think one of the things, though, that I just didn't understand from a writing perspective or just like it just the thing I didn't understand was the, like the 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 three folks that get trapped in the elevator the son the super fast elevator from oh, pensacola yes. to hong kong yeah um yeah. i'm gonna make sure i get this right so i'm looking up these folks here so right it's millie bobby brown mm-hmm. brian tyree henry mm-hmm. and then and julian people. dennison are the three that get like the the b story is the best mm-hmm. way i can say it um and I just didn't understand the dynamic with Julian there who plays Josh Valentine. Yeah. And like Brian Tyree Henry, Millie Bobby Brown. Absolutely vibe Makes with sense. them. I would like, I, <laughs> I, I actually could have had more of them. I would have been very okay. Oh yeah. With just the two of them. Just the two of them. Yeah. Because it was just this weird energy of Millie Bobby Brown being like, yeah, I believe you. And Brian Tyree Henry, like crabs have radiation that make moons, you know, like just like, <laughs> really getting into crabs it. have radiation. <laughs> I, don't know. I like, want to make like a YouTube series. It's just Brian <laughs> explain makes up crazy. Hey guys, Jamie Oliver here. I'm Sharon. Oh, there's an ad. Where's your YouTube premium now, Marcus? <laughs> I'm actually signed. <laughs> I'm signed into the films in black and white. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, we don't pay for that. But like, oh. I, I mean, yeah, I can. I, I don't know. Like, watch out. Don't breathe this air. Otherwise, you're going to have trees come out of your nose. Yeah. I don't know. But like, my point being yes. is that <laughs> I vibed with Millie Bobby Brown and, and Brian Tyree Henry. But then you add in Julian. He's just like, I'm the awkward teenager and i don't know what's here i don't know he felt like the c-3po of the bunch when you didn't need one (laughs) yeah like there was a place in time for it that's true but it's like you had han and chewy and then like nah throw 3po in there it's like this doesn't work why doesn't this work I did enjoy seeing him though because I was immediately I looked at him and was like, oh, let's give him Deadpool too. So That's like exactly I was kind of like, did. that was exactly what I did. But I do agree. He, okay, Brian, sorry, were you done? I didn't mean to overtalk you. But no, no, no. The only thing I yes, wanted to yes. add here was that I just like I just did that just didn't work for me and it took me out every single time that he started yeah. talking because like I get it. You're like trying to like, and then he somehow had some levity and some humor here and like Millie Bob. And Terry obviously have this chemistry. Um, yeah. And then I just got more upset because Lance Reddick, who is an amazing actor from the wire fame, uh, he's done a ton line. of other stuff. Sideline is ass. They, they use him for approximately 10 seconds to be like, Godzilla's in Hong Kong. And that's it. Like this man <laughs> is an accomplished actor. You could not find a better role for this man, please. Is he the one who delivered the um, human beings would be the apex predator again? No. Is he the he one was, who delivered that line? He was, he was in this line. He was, we've, we've already sent the message out. Um, yeah. 
tell the humans evacuate the human. He was talking yeah. to crying Kyle. Oh, and crying Kyle was like, hey, tell the humans to go ahead and go. And Kyle like, Chandler's like on the verge again. He's on like, the verge of tears. Get like, together and send together. the yeah. order. Yeah. Have you um, ever seen that um, Funny or Die skit with him, Brian? No, I have not. You please look it up when you okay. do it. It's when he runs the candy store, but it's still the same oh, acting yes. style of Incredible. him in the wire. Yes. It is. Please watch magical. Please watch it. Okay. Yeah. But, that, but, I, but that's you're, you bring up a very good point. And then what happens is that kid stumbles ass overhead into being the hero of the story because he's like, oh, short. Yeah. Oh look, I fix it, and that is not how computers work. Like it's, it's not. not how it works, yeah. but at all. Um, so yeah, Marcus, Marcus, please though, I know you wanted to say something after. Oh, that. Go ahead. Well, it's funny because Doug just mentioned what I was gonna say. Oh, sorry. The other issue that I had was this. I'm gonna combine it into everything, right? Go for it's it. The decision making skills of humans <laughs> in a world that is no longer that no longer belongs to humans. Yeah. That, yes. You tried to transport a giant gorilla on water. The last movie that we had, Godzilla King of the Monsters, y'all were in fucking water and Godzilla was attacking. You didn't right. learn no lesson. The second idea that you had was, oh, air. Why the fuck didn't you think of that the first time? Because <laughs> Godzilla right, he can't fly. God what damn the it. fuck? <laughs> he can't fucking point. fly. Why didn't you think of that? How's Kong with height? How's Kong with heights? My other issue. Okay. Okay, cool. As far as characters that don't fit, Mia, the daughter of, of Oh, do you of, mean the, the sexy oh, eye candy who delivers one-liners? That's she, all her role was. What in the fuck was Isaac the Isaac Gonzalez is the actress. Yeah. Shout, yeah. shout out to Isaac Gonzalez for the role. Mm-hmm. But the way that they wrote this role was like, hey, that's my daughter. She's gonna yes. go with you. And I only remembered that that was her, his daughter, because she said, my daddy gets what <laughs> yep. she wants. Yep. Huh? What yep. The f- why are you here? Yep. And then decision-making skill number three, it's you poor. It's telling a kid who went to summer camp for hacking. You didn't call Monarch right away. What the fuck mm-hmm. you did was you said that you do let the kid with no hacking experience say, I can hack this and try to figure out a password. Bitch, this is not a MacBook Air. Right. This is a giant <laughs> Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> Okay, and you are telling me that you can put a password in to try to figure it out and you'll hope that it goes right. And then in the end, all you did was, whoops, pour some water on it. That billion dollar company doesn't have waterproof computers. No, nope, oh. believe it or not, they don't. I mean, do they've we invested, need to they talk built about... a giant lizard robot, but creating some waterproof stuff in case like, they just they no have a sign on the door that just says no food or drink allowed in the Mecha Godzilla room. <laughs> no, they, all it says. They Apex was the company name, said, right? Yes, it was yeah, the company op- name. Oper- their operational security awful. Password protection Terrible. bad. Yeah. IT Terrible. department bad security not existing like it's just i mean get it together apex and it falls in one of those like classic movie like bad guy tropes where it's like they have this grand plan but they're undone because someone tripped over the power cord like Like, what the hell are you talking about top to bottom (laughs) that whole movie the decision making skills like okay going into it deeper you're telling me that millie brown and 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 the rest of that crew watched they got the building was torn perfectly for them to watch these fuckers fight mm-hmm. yep. yep they didn't move that building didn't even get touched in the fight it was just so happened that 
These motherfuckers were slinging each other around and Millie got front row seats. Her and her crew got front row seats to this final fight of just looking out this half beaten out skyscraper that Mecha Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla just snatched one person and didn't snatch all four of them or that entire base. I don't understand how that happened. I have a lot of questions about that as well. I in mine stem from this idea of you're watching like everybody else, a large <laughs> monkey and a large <laughs> lizard fight. And your first instinct isn't to get the fuck out of there. Right. You understand? They're not coordinated. They're not like they're they don't do this shit all the time. If no. you've watched any drunk bar fight, you know you're gonna get involved because it's, it's coming your way. That's like whether true. you want it to or not. And you have to make a decision right there. That's usually when that happens. I go, all right, gents, time to head out. That's what we're yes. gonna do. Uh time to leave. And we go somewhere else we because somewhere we know else. it's gonna roll our way. So it's just I don't understand it. Like, and if I there's just ever don't a get fucking it. tornado of destruction, like in Tom and Jerry, it's gonna be between the yeah. gorilla and the lizard right there's right. no other time that talks about fuck fuck a hotel being destroyed we talk about the whole city like yeah. there was nobody that's a, if you just sleep hard as fuck like me and didn't hear the alarm to yep. get out of town you're oh. dead right yeah. if i lived in a world where like the the direct like the alarm would go off and be like hey there's a giant tarantula with like fire eyes coming for us you gotta like <laughs> you really gotta like deep dive like this is not a joke i would absolutely sleep through that my that is... wife would need to wake me up and be like it's it's fire eye tarantula he's coming we gotta get in the basement like i would be done like i would i would be like, i need some coffee like can we God help uh, us if fire eye tarantulas ever? I don't know. I, I mean, I watched Godzilla King of Monsters, and they're just what it felt like is they took like a like a Mad Lib generator, and they just they put in all of these weird insect things and animal mm -hmm. things, and it was like I don't know, giant like bug eyed mastodon, go like, and they just kept going. <laughs> Ugly hey. pigeon. Hey, Jim, what's yes. the name of your granddad? Joel? Yeah, we're going to combine Joel with a pigeon and a bat, and we're going to put <laughs> yeah. him in the cave of Kong. Like, yes. what the fuck? Okay, yes. great. Yeah. Well, Pretty and much. again, <laughs> what I think is, first off, hey, WB, and hey, uh, I don't know who, what legendary pictures, fire-eyed yeah. tarantula is copyrighted right. by films in black and white. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to pay us. You want to make a fire-eyed tarantula movie? You're going to have to pay Brian Roush. Just want to make I mean, sure I see it very clear. clearly in my mind. Like that, it's just oh, fire. And the it's eyes are on fire. It's just mm -hmm. the fire's in the it's eyes, and there's, they probably it's shoot out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they the call it amber webs or some to, shit like that. I'm, I'm trying to imagine. I mean, because Mothra was a moth that flies, and that was yep. Mothra. But, yeah. but like, so I'm trying to figure out. Does that message come in like an amber alert? Like, how do you get it? <laughs> yeah, because if my phone is on silent, what the fuck do I do? Just look and at it screaming. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's when like, your phone wakes up when you, there's a weather emergency and it's like, <laughs> yeah, it should response, be that like EMS emergency my first, medical service. My yeah, first response yeah. is not like, oh man, I better get the fuck out of here. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is it now? Yeah, Fire Ember Web is on the loose. Ember, whatever. Yeah. Like, look, I don't give a shit. Oh man, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I guess the other thing too was the Isaac Gonzalez, the Maya Simmons, the character Maya Simmons. But like, it was just so clear that in the casting call, it just went as far as like, we need you to look great and menacing. And that's it. And she she was probably like, seriously, like that's it. They're like, this is Godzilla Kong. I mean, come on. And they like, didn't that's show all they did. You. Like yeah. all of the shots that she is in, it's like, do you get it? She's menacing, and she looks good She's doing it. Yeah, and I that's the like, I feel like the yep, yep. You got a good smoky eye. 
straight and, straight hair smoky eye um, and, what could, and what wingard could be doing which i could see happening if he's on this run of doing movies he could be just trying out actors that he really likes and will bring them true. back for another that's, film that's a very logical point yeah, which is true. because the two people that we've mentioned are people that i could see in other films and movies but you have to try them out and get them familiar here that's tyler perry does that shit all the time he got somebody he like he gonna run that shit into the ground of yep, using this person true. over and over again totally which is yeah. fine but geez like part of this movie didn't have to be even that long because of the roles that you just kind of no. gave them to. And then you have to kill them. You got to finish them off. You can't just introduce them and not wrap up their story. So right. it, it's just, it is what it Cause is. Cause she died, but her yeah. dad didn't No, her dad is dead. Oh no. Her dad is super. Her dead. dad got grabbed by Mecha Godzilla. Oh, who is not. really Ghidorah. Well, yeah, be- that that I got. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ever- yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. They yes. were pumping oh, that's the right, because memory the skull, from the bones. Right. And yes. the guy right. driving the machine memory. was he's his brain got taken over, right. and they just plugged a bunch of uh, LED uh, USB yeah. lightning. Port they charging. ran a bunch of Ethernet so, cords and wrapped yeah. them in Christmas Honestly, lights. Honestly, when I saw when I saw the right. skull and then it, what appeared to be just a bunch of USBs sticking into it <laughs> with like glow rope lights i was like honestly i respect i respect the vision for them just like being like Yo. look this is it it's a usb stick and a skull it's godzilla con what are you gonna do stop watching Makes and again sense. did Makes they sense. ever wrap it up with the dude driving mecha godzilla did oh he died he, he had a stroke yeah he, he oh died. okay when they inserted the whatever power source of shit. was yeah i watched it three times so i would know um they <laughs> when they inserted whatever the power source was from kong's place yep. he essentially he kind of seized up or he went brain dead because it was just too much oh, oh geez and that's so, why the so, thing kind of so mecha godzilla when they said he went fully sentient okay now it was now just it was like the, that's okay. why they were like the thing was thinking for itself essentially. got it okay oh, yeah. fantastic once again, hard to figure out where it got that thought process of anger and violence. I don't know where it got that from. I don't well, know because it was so Ghidorah. If you watched the stinger scene from oh, Godzilla, I did monsters. Tell me, Brian. There is a there is a Ghidorah head that uh-huh. survives from one of mm-hmm. the first conflicts that they have. So that company or somebody takes it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That's and right. one of the so basically the way I interpreted it was that the memories of Ghidorah being like, oh, no, I'm going to mess Godzilla up mm-hmm. because I, I'm the apex. I'm the top. I'm the king of the monsters, but I'm a robot. <laughs> I can't get through without that. And to be honest, this robot was kicking they both of their asses. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. like. The, it, it all it was almost over for Godzilla before they gave Kong CPR. They gave, um, him, a, they gave him a defibrillator. De- defib- a defibrillator yeah. with, a, with a very specific line that was a callback to be like, aha, I know what's going to bring him back to life. Anyway, um, <laughs> Mecha Godzilla was whooping their asses. That's I mean, and, and, I, and I, I'll tell you this, I enjoyed watching it because it was just mm-hmm. fun to watch oh, yeah. a yeah. robot, a lizard, and a monkey fight in the middle of a fucking city. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's my other thing. I and it's not even bad. Like I'm just gonna take us to like what if, Vil. Yeah, let's do what ifs. There were plans for the Pacific Rim franchise to get its own movie with Godzilla (gasps) in the MonsterVerse. Glad you brought this shit up. I like watching this movie. I'm like, this Pacific Rim is made for this. Like, oh, absolutely. 
this is the perfect universe for it to exist mm -hmm. in. You could create a whole other franchise with it and like mesh it with all of the other MonsterVerse stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I, and it just, I was just like, what a missed opportunity. Yeah. Like, because all yeah. this is missing is like, hey, hey, Gypsy Danger's here from the mm -hmm. first Pacific Rim movie. And that's not a, that Mecha Godzilla is not a good guy. Like, I don't know. There's just yeah. so much no. room for how much fun yeah. you can have here. I tweet, I tweeted that out. I was out because they mentioned Kaiju in Pacific Rim and they mentioned yep. Kaiju in this. Yep, totally. it did. It's nothing to say that these monsters are all connected from the oh, same yeah. universe and you know, it's Pacific Rim is either against Godzilla or for Godzilla and beating Mecha Godzilla, yep. and then you get mm -hmm. this humanoid monster titan team up against this one yeah, bad yeah. thing. Like it would be a great bow to put on it. Um, but again, especially if there's, I, I mean, again, you can really lay the foundation with it. Is you can say, you know, because uh, they they suggested that Ghidorah was one of the like it was an alien, like it wasn't yes. actually from mm -hmm. Earth. So again, there's your there's your plot device that you can bring back of right. like, turns out there are other aliens that are more dangerous than Ghidorah <laughs> and Earth can't respond without the help of Godzilla and they team up and they battle yep. these aliens together. Right. Like that's all it would have taken. The yeah. other thing that I think was an yeah. interesting choice is that like, so in the Godzilla world, they eventually develop a Mecha Ghidorah Oh, that's, right. so that like, that's where we're going next it has one head and then two metal heads and metal wings oh my um gosh. and that's where they go from here but again they can literally pull from any source material with this because yeah. they haven't even touched all of the monsters from like the the kaiju verse like the the japanese original yeah. source material they can pull this shit back and the thing that they do with it is like godzilla will like swim off into the sea and then you won't see that motherfucker for like 20 years and then he'll just show up again like that's <laughs> yeah. literally how that's it exactly works. what he did here oh yeah and, he and swam this, off and that's it he swam off and and the whole plot of this movie is batman versus superman it's the funniest fucking meme the funniest <laughs> meme was was godzilla yelling it was a picture of godzilla, godzilla yelling, yelling mothra or Ma Ma and he was like mothra <laughs> no he said mothra he said mothra and kong is yelling back why did you say that name <laughs> why did you say that name <laughs> I just thought that was so fucking yeah. hilarious. But no, you're um, right. It's the same finale structure. It's you're the same absolutely thing. Like, right. Team Marcus. up against a big bad, and and that's what it is. And, yeah. and that, but Brian, you made a good point on Facebook about Ooh. the human intervention part of this, of us trying to um, oh. give Kong an out by by basically having this machine that brought him back to life. Like just by ha just so happened to have this technology to bring him back to life. Yeah. Can you expound on that a little bit? I mean, it it's just the the, <laughs> the I don't even know where to start. I think the best place for me to start here is like it just it felt like when you're in the writer's room and you're like, honestly, it is 2 a.m. I want to go to bed. And it's like a group project. Like I'm yes. done. And yeah. They're like, okay, Kong just got knocked out, but we still need to find a mechanism for him to like get up and and go and like go fight the Mecha Godzilla and help Godzilla. Um, and it was just kind of like, what do we got? What can we do? I don't know. Uh, this thing that can do gravity around the room, and they're in a public room, and they're like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay, so a, a defibrillator. <laughs> Need a big fucking one which a defibrillator is for like when your heart stops and they're trying to restart the heart uh, kong his heart was fine dude was just, just gassed 
because he just fought a giant lizard with explosion breath Mm. i would be tired too (laughs) so like the man needed like a gatorade probably not a defibrillator machine gatorade and an ice bath Tom gotta get his electrolytes he, right. He's gonna you know, get his Like I just and I do I and I tweeted this as soon as I finished the movie. It's like this LeBron quote that always stays around as a meme, and it's just like, oh man, Godzilla, he boomed me, man. Like, oh man, he got me. <laughs> Godzilla got me like four times in a row. He's like, I want to work out with him this summer because man, he oh, he he got me. And it's just like it's just this weird thing of like, well, how are we gonna get him back up? And just like the humans being like, got this gravity car okay <laughs> like and we were just we were on our way i thought and the magic act the whole movie about this you set up yep. the whole and inserting the gravity car yep just so you could get to that point of resurrection well and i thought the magic axe and yeah i'm ta- like this is the part where like if you <laughs> haven't seen it. this movie you're like what yeah. the f-? like what is he talking about and yeah, go- yeah. Go- like i have questions about magic this axe. axe yes yeah. That is not the weirdest part of this movie. And I thought the magic axe would give him power. Like he'd do like a He-Man thing mm-hmm. and like Godzilla's <laughs> energy would vibe with it. I don't know. And he'd be like, I have the power of Kong. And he'd be like revitalized. Cause it's again, his heart didn't stop. <laughs> he just is tired. The man is tired. Like have have him like get a meal and watch a movie, get some couch time and then wake up the next day, get back at it. Get so, back out there, Rocky. Like, seriously, like, you know, so it was just bizarre to me that they gave they gave this to the humans. And like, I really feel, man, I really feel for the gravity car team. So we're talking like <laughs> Alexander Skarsgard and who was this? Sign Rebecca Hall. Like it was up to the two of them to be like, oh my gosh. Like I, I can only imagine them looking at the writing and being like, okay, oh, we gotta what how can we revive him? And then he's like, I, I know this car that can shock him. I can reverse the polarity on the car. Right. Uh, like, okay, fucking do it, man. Like, we don't. Like, again, you have a magic axe. And also, We're can we just here. really quickly, did anybody, like, did we need the <laughs> mystical, like, are they going to do a whole, like, prehistoric Kong, like, showing, no like, idea. why they fight? 100%. Because no. that, like, scene where he charges up the magic axe and there's a symbol of Godzilla in the floor. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? Like, yeah. are they friends? Are they I, foes? Well, well, that whole do they episode wor- of- does, Do they worship Godzilla? Like, it just doesn't make any goddamn sense. The whole episode of Cribs that they did with, with Kong, right? <laughs> so they, they literally go up there and I can't tell if Kong has been here before or if he's not been here before. So like he seems like he's having flashbacks, but he also seems like this is new to me because handprint on the wall means push. Okay, great. There's the axe. I remember that. This seat looks familiar, but is it a toilet or a throne? Like it's a really, it's a giant, it's a whole process of yeah. like, you're showing me around your crib and letting me know Kong is the king of this place. Great. You could have done that in five minutes i just feel like absolutely could have shortened that scene and maybe gave me some more fighting or some more dialogue behind the history of the place or something like that i don't know i I also like how quickly the whole human race gave up on a giant lizard that saved their lives he attacked one (laughs) place and went like yep that's it he's gone rogue take him down 
Yep. He attacked Pensacola, okay. Florida, and had to take him down. Because really Brian. quickly, no one gives a fuck about Pensacola, Florida, okay? It's well, not Orlando. There goes the Pensacola fans. Well, no one cares about that. There's it's, a military base there. I think that's about it. It's like he basically they basically said, like, oh, shit. Godzilla attacked Norman, Oklahoma. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> Nothing. Because it's Oklahoma. Okay. Here's, here's my thing. I was, as I was watching this, I'm like, I'm so broken from 2020 that like <laughs> I see this happen. And I'm like, oh, man. They're, like Immediately overnight on Twitter, there would be like Godzilla truthers. And they'd be like, <laughs> well, you do you think you saw the whole video of Godzilla? Well, no. there's there's got to be a reason for this and then there'd be like people with signs like Godzilla's the one king yeah. and like what yeah. are you doing and then of course other people like you know just being like Godzilla is coming for us and like just mm-hmm. and like and people dressing anyway, I'm broken. Godzilla and storming mm-hmm. the capital as like just all dressing up as Godzilla collectively Seriously. Like that, like I just that was like that's how my brain works but like I don't know it also did this like it was such a cheap it was this cheap thing that like the Batman the animated series does whenever they were like we need to make Batman like more of an anti-hero or like he needs to have a conflict with the police and they just put up like some weird reason he's like oh no he's enemy number one now they did the yeah. same thing with Godzilla oh, yeah. yep. and someone on Twitter said this and I can't remember but they're like seeing anti-Godzilla messaging feels like propaganda yep. <laughs> just straight up like this doesn't feel right we know this yeah. isn't like vibing so, well. I and don't like, know. How do you have Millie Brown do an entire last movie where they proved he was here to protect us? Right. Her right. mom is also fucking gone. I don't know what happened with oh, that. Mom yeah. just gone. Just okay, yeah. great. We're not even gonna acknowledge that. But then you have Millie Millie Brown's character is the lead in the last movie and yep. figuring out that Godzilla is good, but yep. you don't even hire her for Monarch. You just shoo her off like a fucking fart and I mean, just she's like, in hey, high school. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it doesn't make a lick of sense. Monarch is all. a whole organization with limitless resources. I mean, Apex had limited resources. They really got here built because a dome of a LED pod. TVs <laughs> in the middle of the fucking ocean for nobody. <laughs> In the and middle, in the middle of an eternal ocean. hurricane, yes. by the way. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. But still, no technology to properly get people the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> or to Marcus, to your point earlier, to build an adequate bomb shelter to survive, <laughs> oh, I don't know, a giant lizard, a robot, and a monkey fighting each other. <laughs> they literally go me. into what looks like. You know, a car park from downtown Minneapolis. Like, yeah, stay in here. You'll be fine. It's like, no, I won't. No, they're, we're we're, we're on a fucking island. We're on a fucking island, and these two motherfuckers is tearing this whole thing up. And here's the other problem I had: scaling. How big is Kong? Oh, and yeah. how big is Godzilla? That's because it seemed like it kept changing yeah. in comparison to the skyscrapers around them, and then the yep. fight that they were having with each other. And this is the thing. And this is the thing that I mentioned back in the good. Like that's really hard to do. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's really hard to do in an all CG environment because, like Transformers, perfect example. Right. Like anytime they were on screen, you didn't get a sense of scale. You didn't understand mm-hmm. it. So like I, I was also confused. The thing that confused me the most was the aircraft carrier. Like when they were squaring off. Were by the way, like the way they positioned. I was waiting for like the versus uh, yes. logo oh, to pop yes. up between yes. them and like. Yes. Right. But when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute. Like, we saw Godzilla in the 2014 one. He was like, it's all a skyscraper, but yes. he's on a, he's on an aircraft carrier, but Kong. 
Kong. He was on this mm-hmm. boat, but the boat Man. is like, it, like I honestly, I'll be honest. I gave up. <laughs> and again, I gave up trying to figure it out. And again, we don't need an explanation because I kept thinking guilt because I, I had a similar moment, Brian, where I gave up. But it was all about like those fucking aircraft carriers would sink. Like buoyancy yeah. doesn't work like <laughs> yeah, that. Like it, it, it's yeah. just, it just they don't. Yeah. It doesn't operate that. The minute but, it goes under, they're going down. But Doug, did it look cool? That's all that mattered. And I, I had that thought, and I was like, no, don't think that. Like I just kind of like <laughs> moved on. Um, and my last question, and then I'm done. My last question is this: What does a wet monkey smell like? Because you are on a boat, and you are just toting this giant gorilla around <laughs> and this gorilla has to poop who's cleaning that shit up oh wow this gorilla has to pee who's oh, cleaning that boy. shit up and also what does a wet monkey smell like oh my god so he gets dunked several fucking times by Godzilla who's not to mention to it's know, raining for 48 hours raining. before they fight like so who there's no soap so that's just wet monkey you ever been to a zoo before? That shit does not smell nice. Well, and that monkey's not washing his ass. You can probably we promise you that. And, no. and and if we're getting into the science of it, what is the weight of the poop that this monkey is releasing? And where does it go? Look, look, here's here's what I know. Here's what I know. Oh boy. If if monarch <laughs> if monarch can make a giant underwater base from ah. like nothing, surely. They've figured out waste disposal okay. of a giant monkey. I just, I have okay. to believe that. But not how to save human answer. beings and put them in a in a better situation to escape. I mean, I also no escape feel pods, like no nothing. Monarch is a very reactionary force. They don't really think ahead. Yeah, like you, you know, like in this universe, like the defense budget has to be astronomical. The insurance yeah. policies have <laughs> yeah. to be insane. Does everybody who live in a coastal city do you have to now take off? Okay, you got to take out your flood insurance. Yes, and you got to take out your hurricane insurance. You also need giant lizard insurance. Yes, like, you do. In case he just shows up and goes rogue. So right. yeah, I there's a well, lot to think about I, 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 it's i just i, I mean I and have again to believe that again that they would figure it out is yeah. godzilla an act of god yes i, I have a series of, of series of questions the Does lizard god even god? exist yeah <laughs> yeah that's why you should live in the midwest nothing ever happens in the south dakota wait a yeah, minute there is... wait a minute in Godzilla King of Monsters, oh my gosh, why do I know this? In, in that movie, they show that there's like two or three of there's one in Montana and there's oh, one shit. like southwest of St. Louis. I swear, I'll go oh, find this map. So like, no, it's nobody's true. A safe. Bunch of them. Never mind. Like, I don't know. It's like where I'm at in Chicago, it's probably gonna be like bear themed. It's just gonna be like a bear <laughs> giraffe thing. I don't know, but I mean. Well, I uh, Brian, I secretly hope it's Fire Eyes Tarantula. I really want you to have to like, I want there to be this moment. Brian's 65 years old. He's sitting outside. He's watching his grandkids kick a ball and he's drinking an IPA and he oh, gets thanks. a text message with a on his new like phone with a picture of this damn Bing. spider that has these fire eyes. And he's like, motherfucker like i want this i want this to be the payoff that you have this like your life comes full circle you joked about it thinking it would never happen and then in the the twilight of your years god damn it like i mean it's also funny that brian in in brian's mind the monsters the monsters are constructed off of where you live so if you live (laughs) where brian lives your monster is going to look like a giraffe and a bear (laughs) it's just so funny to me 
Like, oh my god, what does that? I mean, what does that? What does that mean for Minnesota? It's gonna be like half, a, like a Viking bear. Like, is that what? Oh, it, oh no, it's or gonna a Viking be a moose? giant fish. It's gonna be a giant fish, but like a long mosquito nose with like really, really <laughs> tiny legs, and what? it doesn't look imposing. But then it gets up close, and you're like, oh, it's like taking all of my blood. So okay, I need. All right, artists, <laughs> you've heard him describe these. If you have any drawing talent whatsoever, please submit your drawings of Brian's monsters <laughs> to our please. films in black and white at Gmail. Please. Shoot us an email with designs of these monsters. I'll I want to out. see like, what they look like. I'll make a fucking shirt out of them. Like if we, like if we, even if it's a... Microsoft Paint at that's Brian Roush one fifteen on Twitter, just just tweet me. Yeah, and we'll, please, we'll get please you. do, please yeah. do. I want to see what a that's that's the next merch drop. We're just want, all three of us are going to have a animal that resembles a, a kaiju. I, wa I want a northern pike mosquito mashup giant <laughs> northern like, giant my monster from Brian's imagination. Look. If you want to draw the fire eyes tarantula, I don't give a shit. I got to see this thing. <laughs> Gentlemen, is there anything else that you all would like oh. to talk about uh Godzilla versus Kong? Oh man. No. No, I think I think I'm good. I, I mean, think we kind of hit it. Is this oh, what, one last thing? Oh. I promise, and then I'll and then I'll end. This this entire movie, this entire movie, start to finish, it 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 felt like two modes. The first mode was like the what you see on a TV monitor when you're waiting in line for a theme park ride of like all the behind the scenes <laughs> oh, stuff. Of yeah. Like, oh, we gotta creep in here, and then oh no, there's something here, and then all of the action parts were like you on the ride. Of, yes. Of whatever. This is the best way to describe this. And yeah. it works. It totally works. It's uh -huh. like super glorified waiting in line footage because exactly what you're there for. You're ready to see the next thing. So like yeah. you'd get out of the first ride and then you'd go to the next one you're, and it's all like ship themed and it's like yeah. you see all these conversations happening and then you do that ride. In mm -hmm. any case, that's, that's all. That's I how I made Disney sense. I remember sense. Disneyland. Disneyland, I went on the Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland and it was yep. like, they were like... <laughs> They were like talking to me. I was like, Indy's up here doing shit. Like you gotta, you gotta show up. Like he needs your help. I'm going to get you connected with a, 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 a thing that's going to take you there. And I was like, I Oh, think. let's, let's fucking do this. Let's I'm excited. It, yeah. It's like, let's do this. But you're yeah. exactly right. That's exactly that's right. how it is, Brian. Right. Gentlemen, this movie is on HBO max and it is also in yeah. theater. So I think there's a very, very good question. If you are able to see it in a theater, would it be worth the price of admission? Yeah. Okay. I want to see. I want to see it in a theater because yeah. I feel like it was set up for that, and my home sure. system just does not do it justice. And so I want to hear the crashing, the roaring. Mm -hmm. I want to hear all of that shit in a movie theater. So yes. Okay. Fantastic, Brian. Uh, that's a solid yes for me. I watched this at like 10 p.m. on a Friday night, and I didn't want to wake up my kids, so I like tamped down the sound, and I. I, like I definitely missed some elements like the sure. sound design's really good and I couldn't I couldn't take advantage of it all because like I didn't you know want to wake up my four-year-old to see a giant lizard with atomic breath just shooting the ground for whatever reason but yeah, yeah go enough. see this in IMAX if you can safely oh for sure absolutely sure. completely agree definitely worth the price of admission um well that was Godzilla versus Kong um we loved it uh we encourage you to watch it whether that's on HBO Max or in theater and just tweet at us or post on our uh, Facebook page or just holler at us whatever way you can and let us know what you think. Cause we would love to hear from you. Um, gentlemen, it comes time for our podcast to plug what we got coming up and Brian, I'm going to kick it on down to you first. Brian, what do you got to plug this week? 
Hey everybody, uh, you're probably doing some spring cleaning. Um, I can't help with that, but you can go to thelovenerds.com. There are a lot of great recipes. You're probably thinking about summer and grilling out, and there's a lot of good stuff on there. I've mentioned buffalo wings before, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff that you can grill, other sauces that you can make. Uh, also, there's some really good sangria recipes. So if you are in the mood and you're ready to be outside, go check that out, thelovenerds.com. Absolutely. Love me some lovenerds.com. Hell yeah. Marcus, what do you have to plug for you, sir? New music is on the way. I'm so excited for y'all to hear it. Um, I ain't really got nothing else. Listen, enjoy enjoy life. The pandemic is not over. All right, so still be safe out there as best as you can. Um, but enjoy life. The weather's getting good. The people are coming around. You know, if you can if you can come together safely, do that. Do that for sure. But Oh, subscribe to the Patreon. Subscribe to the oh, Patreon. It's going to be a lot of dope shit up there. Subscribe to the Patreon. Absolutely. Uh, in addition, uh, roll up your sleeves. If you can get the vaccine and they are starting to roll out everywhere um, where they're covering people like 16 and up, like just go get vaccinated. I know that there are some who are reluctant who are saying like, oh, well, it wasn't tested. Look, y'all, like they're just think about others in your life. Think about the good of everybody. We don't want to have this become the next like measles, like that thing that like just never goes away because people won't get vaccinated. So just roll up your sleeves, get vaccinated. It's super important. Um, most of your state governments will have information on their Department of Health websites to find out more information. So wherever you're at, um, can also, I jump in on that really, really please, quick? Brian, I don't mean ahead. to mess up your flow. No, you I also totally know we're in this weird spot. Uh, and if you're like, I don't know, I, ho hopefully this helps one person, but if you're like, I don't know if I should sign up yet. I, I don't know if I should jump the line or, or whatever, like follow your state process and just, and just do it. Like the yep. more people we have vaccinated, the sooner that we all can get back into a theater and do all this stuff yeah. from a movie theater. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to put that out there. I've run into some of that logic and it's like, I don't feel like I should, even though I'm eligible. No, just go, just go yeah, do just it. Go. We need it for everybody. So it yeah. takes all of us. That's and all. It's Thanks all, for jumping. For my black people. I got the vaccine. I don't know if that means I'm not going to be the sole representative of the being black and getting a vaccine, but I did get it. I was skeptical, but I, I did get it because I got people I want to see. I got uh, family I want to see. I want to go visit Brian. You know what I mean? There's a whole Heck lot yeah. of things I'm trying to do. So I, I did get it. And I'm just what I did for my personal faith and belief system was I just prayed. And that was all. And I just trusted that yep. everything's going to be fine. And that's just what we're going to do. So that's what it is. Yeah. So again, roll up your sleeves if you can um, and just, you know, just do it because it's important that we do it. Um, the other thing I want to plug, uh, two more things. One, um, if you live in the Vermilion area, the Cultural Wellness Coalition is doing a showing of a movie um, at the end of this week, which is and they're going to do a series of movies um, that kind of cover issues related to race, identity, oppression, what have you. So definitely stop by. It's a free movie. It's in a theater. Um, so definitely stop by Vermilion Theaters if you can. And lastly, but certainly not leastly, uh, mm -hmm. please make sure that you sign up for our Patreon and continue to follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We got great stuff coming. There are some big movies that are coming out over the course of the next like, yeah. just month. There's some great stuff, and we want to make sure that you can break it all down with us. So make sure that you follow us there. Gentlemen, there is a three-step process to success that we preach at the end of every episode brian what's our first key to success you gotta read you have to read mm -hmm. something read. and my mm. plug this week is that sometimes you feel like oh, reading it's such a chore but guess what read something you enjoy if you're really into like backstage movie stuff maybe because you're listening to a movie podcast 
then just read it. Just read something. The more you know, the better a person you are. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, I cover the next step to success this week, and that is drink some water. Yo, it was like 90 degrees in Vermilion today. Um, so make sure you stay hydrated because when it starts to get like hot and dry, um, you start to just dry out really, really fast and your your joints don't flow as well. And you just kind of you get headaches and then you got to lie down and you miss out on all the nice weather because you have to be inside because you didn't drink enough water. So just make sure you drink enough water, real water, not like Gatorade or soda or what have you. Just eight ounces, man. Eight ounces a day. Just grab yourself a nice container and fill that bad boy up and just keep drinking water. Marcus, last key, last step to success. Last step, I asked you earlier in the podcast, what does a wet monkey smell like? And I can tell you what it smells like. Just smell yourself after you don't wash your ass, okay? And that, that is the third rule of success. you got to wash your ass. got to wash ass. your ass. You have to, because you if not, to. you'll smell like Kong and Godzilla fighting in the middle of Hong Kong. And that shit don't smell too good. Because, nope. you know, that's a lot of sweat and feces and a whole lot of additional sciences that I don't know. But, like, you know, wash your ass. It's just that simple. It's getting hot outside. We've been in a pandemic. We've been on lock, kind of locked, semi-lockdown, depending on where you are. And so what that means is you have not been putting lotion on. You have you've been wearing long pants. You ain't put real clothes on since this thing started. Yeah, so you, it's point. time to wash your ass. And a whole bath will not do. A whole bath or bird bath will not do. Don't just hit the hot spots. Really, really, really dig in there. Dig deep. Yeah, get everywhere. Do it for yourself. You deserve it. Absolutely. Well, that is the three-step process to success. This has been another episode of Films in Black and White. We're thrilled you could join us. Um, we will be back next week. Um, but in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We will catch y'all next week. Joint.